Messiah had already come, they thought it was counterproductive to the Jewish ideal, began to incite the crowd, drumming up accusations against Paul that were unfounded. And this caused Paul to, in the middle of the night, have to flee from Thessalonica. So he traveled along the road and came to another town, the town of Berea. And he preached in Berea. And the people received the word with readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily to see if these things were so. Acts 17, 11. As he was in Berea, guess what happened? He was persecuted. But that didn't stop him. Now, I don't know what I'd do if I went from town to town and everybody beat me up. I think, man, forget this stuff. And of course, some, in doing the will of God, if there's any opposition, call it spiritual warfare and a work of the devil. And so they go, well, God isn't calling me to these towns. Paul went right back out on the streets and did it again. He got beat up, so he went into another town. Got beat up, and he went to another town. Sometimes he went back into the same town. As he was in Berea and he got beat up, he left Berea and he went to Athens. Silas and Timothy were left back. And Paul was alone at Athens and he was grieved because of the idolatry and because there was not a large Jewish community in Athens, Paul decided to go to Mars Hill and up on the top of the Acropolis and preach the gospel to the philosophers. And he was grieved because of the idolatry in the city. After being alone in Athens a while, Paul was joined with Silas and Timothy and they went from Athens to a place called Corinth, which was a very principal city in the Greek Empire. While he was in Corinth, and as Silas and Timothy joined him again, Timothy tells him about what happened to the Thessalonians. Now, the Thessalonian church was only, at this point, a few weeks old. And Timothy tells him that they were grieved and they were worried because they believed that many of their loved ones, their relatives and friends who had died, weren't going to enjoy the kingdom age. So that prompts Paul to write a letter called 1 Thessalonians. And he talks about the rapture of the church, talks about the second coming, talks about what will happen to the loved ones. And then a few months later, news comes back to Paul again that although that issue is cleared up, some of the Thessalonian believers are worried now because someone has forged letters with Paul's name on it. Paul didn't write the letter, but someone else wrote other letters, spurious letters, forged documents with Paul's signature on it, Paul's name, saying that the day of the Lord was already present, saying that the day of the wrath of God. Now, the term day of the Lord is an Old Testament description of a process of events that begins with what is called Jacob's trouble or the great tribulation period, includes not only the tribulation period includes the second coming and also the millennial kingdom. If you take all of the scriptures in the Old Testament that refer to the day of the Lord, it is a process of events. The letters were saying that you are in the tribulation period. The wrath of the Lord is upon you. That's why you're experiencing these persecutions. It's just part of the persecutions of the tribulation period. And so Paul writes a letter to contradict the contradiction. And so you'll notice at the end of this letter, he says, I, Paul, am signing my own signature to this. I'm signing these last few words with my own hand. This is one of the distinguishing marks of my letters. He's proving that the other documents were forged, and this is a true document.
Also, there was another problem in this church. There was a bunch of moochers, people who wouldn't work, people who just wanted to sit around and in the name of the Lord, mooch off everybody else. And Paul says, kick them out. If a man doesn't work, he shouldn't eat. No one is to be idle. They should be busy with their hands and working. Verse 1. Paul, Silvanus, or Silas, both names apply, same person, and Timothy, to the church of the Thessalonians, in God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Now this is a typical Pauline introduction. He introduces himself, the people who are with him. He then talks to the church, and we know the word church is a Greek word, ekklesia, which means called out people. The building is not the church, the people are the church. We are called out individuals.